You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. The car feature is brought to you by Total Quartz. Total uh Total committed to better energy. Totally wanted to come out, but Total is committed to better energy. So we're talking cars right now, but not from the usual perspective or anything technical or, or prices and all that. We're talking insurance in relation to our cars. And we've got Veinand Van Feren, who is a client experience partner at King Price Insurance this afternoon. Um, and the reason why we're talking about it is that there's some... Um, a couple of things that we might want explanation on or even more clarity on um, as far as car insurance is concerned. Um, so we'll take your calls in the course of the conversation if there's something that you would like to clarify uh, 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 as far as uh, car insurance is concerned with Vaynant. So we welcome your calls right through um, our conversations. So Vaynant, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. Do we have Vainant? Yeah. Abel, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little bit trigger happy. We've got you there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Asanya. Nice talking to you. Yeah, so we're going to be touching on a couple of things, like the new zero-tolerance drug, uh, uh, drunken driving laws that are coming into effect, um, as well wow. as things like the color of our cars, and if you get into an accident while well, your, your driver's license has expired, what happens there? Thank you for your time today. So let's start with um, the, col- the, the question of the color of your car. There's this common perception that the color of your car actually affects your insurance premium. Is this true? Yeah, Azanya, that, that, that is very interesting. So, so let's quickly look at the, you know, the rating model of insurance nowadays. Back in, back in the days, if you look at your 15, 15, 18 years ago, if you, if you found an insurance company um, or your broker and you wanted to insure a vehicle, all they actually wanted to know was, um, what is the value of this car? Uh, what did you pay for it? You know, and what's the value of the car by the time that you want to insure it? Mm-hmm. And that determines your premium. So insurance, um, insurers learned over the years that if you, um, you know, can determine the risk a bit more careful, you can actually give a lot better premium for the client or something more relevant to his specific risk. And then we saw the underwriting of risk develop. And then um, if you look at it nowadays, the um, insurers are taking so many factors into account when they, do, um, when they look at you as a specific risk. And just to mention a few examples, it can be your, the nighttime circumstances of your car. Mm-hmm. Um, will it be in a locked garage? Will it be parked in a road outside? That will influence your premium or be a factor on it. And it can be the daytime. Is it, lo- is it at your um, p- p- working place where it's also, you know, behind a boom gate with security? Um, you know, what is the theft frequency um, and hijack frequency in your specific area mm. where you stay and where you work? Those factors are all things that are taken into account nowadays. Insurers will also ask you, what is your claims history? That might have an effect on the on the rating of your policy. How many years have you had your license? And a very interesting one that you've mentioned now is they ask you the color of your car. Mm-hmm. Now, someone someone um, took me on the other day and say, listen, but you say, um, you know, a red car is less visible. And I actually said, listen, but it's not me saying that. 
Um, the data over time has shown insurers that, you know, the accident frequency um, on, on accidents where vehicles were less visible are more on certain colors. And um, I've spoken to a few people about this. There's actually people who can't see the color red and that actually never realized it um, even. But, but you can clearly see the accident frequency. You know, the data shows that on darker vehicles like black, charcoal, um, you know, even red, um, is the darker colors are less visible. And there you see they, that they are overall involved in more accidents, you know, where, where other drivers can't see a car coming or head-on collisions. And that actually results in our circumstances, you know, a difference in premium to a white vehicle from a dark vehicle can go up to 9%. And so the accident on the levels uh, on, on, on white cars and silver cars and so on, do we also see a, a, a lower rate of accident on, on those light cars? Definitely so. Oh, wow. So if you phone into an insurer, one can test it. If the rest of the underwriting is exactly the same or the circumstances stays exactly the same, you, you will at King Price pay a cheaper premium on, your, on a white vehicle than what you will example pay on, on a darker vehicle. Although it's it's a small margin, you know, mm-hmm. it does play a role. What kind of margin? You know, Do we have a figure there? Well, it, it can be, be between anything between one up to nine cents of the total premium paid. Wow. Okay. No, that's 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 not small. Uh, what about unique yeah. colors like that neon apple green? There's the can, canary yellow. There also those electric oranges on the road. Those are quite visible. Yeah, and, and that will count in your favor. Oh. One will see that, you know, that doesn't really um, make a difference. Those very uh, yellow car, you know, it's visible. Um, what I've also noted is that manufacturers must also have picked up on this. Um, and if you, if you go and you buy a charcoal car nowadays, you'll see even if the lights are switched off um, on, on a lot of the models, there are still these LED lights that are coming on. Um, you know, on the on the vehicle, on the front light, you know, for more visibility. That's interesting for me. I don't know why that was done. It's maybe related to the color of the car, but um, I've noted that. So, yeah, the, the color of your cars can definitely influence your premium. Right. Let's go to Andrew who's given us a call. Uh, hello, Andrew. Hi, Bernard. Uh, I've got a question in terms of uh, insurance profiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, reason being, I was my insurance was cancelled about, uh, I think, 12 years ago. And then I phoned a few insurance companies and then I actually asked them, why is my premium so high? I mean, uh, how do you guys go about doing the profiling? I mean, basically what had transpired was the installment of my car was actually cheaper than my insurance. Um, yeah, so that's my question for you. Mm. Uh, are you able to share uh, why your insurance was cancelled? Uh, you know, uh, basically it lapsed. Uh, okay. Went through a rough time. Yeah, it lapsed. And then I was covered for... <clears throat> I had my own insurance. I had a write-off and then I was on family insurance. And then, uh, yeah, basically that uh, that was it. All right. Uh, Vinant? Yeah, so um, there, there are several reasons why, uh, um, you know, your, your cover could have been cancelled by another insurer. And um, obviously, obviously, you know, if, a, if your previous insurer came to the point that they realized that your risk is of such a nature or an incident occurred that 
um, you know, that, that, that will make you a, a risk that they would not like to insure. Then in, circumst- in circumstances, that can happen. Now, you also get underwriting models out there um, where the insurer will ask you, you know, have you previously been cancelled and, and then refuse you cover blatantly. That is completely unintelligent. Um, King Price, for example, will not work like that. It's important to find out what is the reason for that previous cancellation. If it was due to um, dishonesty, for example, then you will you will struggle to find insurance again. Doesn't matter how mm-hmm. long ago it happened, because when you enter into a contract of insurance, it's a contract of the utmost faith, and therefore an insurer will not be prepared to go into a contract with you again if you've made yourself guilty of, of any dishonesty. Therefore, you know, people should be very careful. You should always just tell your insurance the truth and, and nothing but the truth, you know, to, 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 to make sure that you don't find yourself in a position like that. But there can be many other reasons why a policy is cancelled, and, um, and that should be considered, you know, in, in the circumstances to make sure what it is. But there can be several reasons why, an insurer can refuse. It, you can, is you could is have rehabilitation, so to speak, and I use that term uh, loosely here, is rehabilitation possible? As he says, this was 12 years ago. Uh, circumstances were different then to what they are now. Yeah, it's difficult. So and in circumstances where there were dishonesty involved, you know, I think it will still be difficult. You know, how quickly can one say, you know, are you completely rehabilitated now? But, for example, in circumstances where you were cancelled due to being a multi-claimant or due to a very bad loss ratio, um, one can build a proper claims history again. So, at King Price, we will ask you, you know, what claims have you had in the last three years? And that can give one a very good indication. We're not going to penalize you for a claim that you had six, seven, and eight years ago because for now your circumstances has changed and you've built up a new um, record. And, and therefore, you know, that is something that we will take into account and will not penalize you for and give you a, a good premium. So, when someone says, uh, can we put reflective stickers, that reflective sticker st- strategy on vehicles just to increase visibility? One can do that. But it's, um, is it going to affect the premium at the end of the day? Unfortunately, I haven't seen any insurer that has taken that into consideration. Okay. Um, what I can say is one should always just ensure that on, on trailers mm. and, and mostly vehicles that you tow, that you do comply with the Road Traffic Act and, regist- um, and legislation to make sure that you always have the right visibility on those um, you know, trailers and so on. Okay. Um, so next, let's look at the road traffic amendment bill, which was introduced in Parliament. This was uh, in the middle of last year. And it orders now that no driver may have a blood alcohol reading of anything more than 0%. So this is going to come into law July this year. So the bill adopts a zero tolerance approach to drunk driving uh, by setting the legal blood alcohol limit for drivers at 0%. How does this affect our insurance? Azania, that is, that is by far, I think, the biggest um, effect that we will see in our insurance. Um, you know, in, in South Africa, we, we have this culture. You know, we always knew that the limit, the blood alcohol limit, was at 0.05 grams per 100 milliliters in your blood. Um, but, and, and up to there, you could still have, um, you know, drive a car and still be covered. So 
insurance policies um, overall will, will um, have a clause that will say, listen, you are only covered in circumstances of an accident where your blood alcohol was under the legal limit. So if that legal limit is now suddenly coming down from that 0.05 grams per 100 milliliters to zero, that will mean that nothing in your insurance contract will have to change to um, accommodate this new Mm, law. mm. If you are going to be in an accident and there's going to be any traces of alcohol in your blood, you're going to be in contravention of that law and that might be sufficient for your claim to be to be what if i've had what if i've had cough mixture or i've had a hot cross bun and there's alcohol in my breath which we tested right here on the show uh two years ago or so and we had a breathalyzer i had a couple of um hot cross buns and wayne minar came with his traffic with the jmpd and they had a breathalyzer and it registered levels of alcohol after having that uh the hot cross bun but they did assure us that you know Usually they would test you, they would be, they would give you the first test, let a little bit of time lapse and then give you the second test. How does the insurance regard circumstances like that where you're on medication, for instance? Yeah, you see, so the, the, um, luckily the new, um, uh, apparatus that they use to, to do these breathalyzer tests are very sharp. Um, you know, I can, I can remember in the back in the day, I was still a public prosecutor how uh, the dragger and some mm. of those things that you used to do the breathalyzer gave a lot of problems, um, you know, and could not always be that accurate. Um, nowadays, what they will do is they will test your, with a the breathalyzer, they will test and see what is the circumstances. And then if there's an indication of alcohol, they will take you to a district surgeon for blood to be drawn. I think with this um, uh, uh, COVID thing that we that we have gone through now, it will be very seldom that, or, or it's going to be quite a while before you know they will ask you again to blow into a breathalyzer mm. um, or anything like that, which is giving both parties exposure. But let's see what's going to happen in that sense. But even if it comes back, you will be taken to a district surgeon, and the blood test that will be done will give a very accurate reading of whether there was blood uh, alcohol in the blood or not. Now, in circumstances where you have taken medication, people should be very careful because the, 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 the law doesn't say um, alcohol that you got from a drink at a party or um, something like that. Mm. It specifically says that there's an onus now on you as a driver to make sure that you don't consume anything. So if you're going to have medication, you're going to have to make 100% sure that you can't be, um, that there isn't any alcohol in it and you can't be found to be under the influence of um, alcohol or over that zero limit that's now going to be the new um, limit. Right. Well, we've got a few minutes remaining, so I'm going to ask that we do this quite quickly. Tseho, you are looking for advice quickly from Veynad? Hi. Yes, hi. Um, we're in a situation similar to your previous caller where a previous college judgment or relationship with uh, an insurer went south and now we we don't have, you know, a way of, of insuring. And the, pro- the problem with that was we got into a hijacking and the insurer came back to say we colluded with the hijackers or they suspected that wow. and they forcatled and rejected the claim. So... We went through the ombuds, um, still waiting, mm. 
but we don't know, you know, what else to do. It's been over a year now. Mm, and obviously now it's difficult to get insured. Um, is, and the yeah. Ombud hasn't judged on that yet, Sarah? Nothing, no response yet from them. Okay. Uh, Vinant, any advice apart from waiting this out with the right uh, authorities? Yeah, very easy if you, if you, um, you know, if you know for a fact that you haven't made yourself guilty of that, make sure that all the facts are given through to the um, ombudsman. They will definitely make a determination against the insurer if they don't have conclusive proof, you know, that, that you in fact did make yourself guilty of actions okay. like that. I mean, it's very difficult. The onus is big on them, and I'm sure the ombudsman will be able to assist you. Squeezing this one, Quinton says, what about a white car that's been wrapped in a dark color? What's the impact going to be on your premium? Because we know these car wraps are quite popular. Obviously, it's only about visibility. So whether your car, it, it doesn't matter what the original color was, if it's now wrapped in a darker color, you should inform your um, insurer that there's been a color change so that they can include that in the underwriting and that you know that you pay the correct premium. All right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Venant. Lovely chatting to you. Thank you, Rhonda. Nice talking to you. Thank you. That's Venant Van Fieren, client experience partner at King Price Insurance. So the next time you pick a car, Carla, <laughs> uh, remember your insurance premium.